Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, this is Masim Mordechai. The Shear is sponsored for the Choylim, for the kidnapped, for the families that need Yeshua's. We'll start with a few emails. Here we have from Gabriel Emanuel. He says, just once again, thank you, Rebelli and the team, especially the graphics team for the stilling. Some recent complex sugyas into a clear and entertainment format, sugya of dayu, etc. The work and effort across the different time zones, etc. is all much, very much appreciated. Thought the following recent article could be of interest. By the way, today, the Shane company filed for an IPO. Shane. From China. This is also similar. The Devonshire farmer has been fined nearly 7,000 uh, pounds after his cows attacked a dog walker, human being, on a public footpath. This happened November 26, 2023. This took place uh, and left Walker Patrick Atherton bloodied and bruised after cattle surrounded him while he was walking his collie dog. Call it a terrifying experience. Six other cows surrounded, surrounded and trampled him. The court heard that there were no electric fences to separate the animals from the footpath. No signs warning the public of that. What is this, Rabbi Isai? This would be Karen. Even though they walked on him, but it would be Karen was suffering from seven. And they're aggressive and overprotective of their young. The kids here fined 2,000 pounds in order to pay 4,690 in cost for a total of 6690 Moishi Moisha Sederson Rebelli I'm on my third journey through Shas unbelievable having schuss of having made one scene of Shas so far I'm currently learning with you and MDY on Torah anytime and really enjoying I ride bike work I ride bike work each day 12 kilometers each direction as is common with these rides pebbles often get shot out from the tire I used to worry about getting it flat when I hear that sound, but now I yell Tzroy Royce and laugh, living with the daf to and from work. He lives the daf. I could winter Moshe from the land of the frozen, chosen? Moshe. Chavayi Rebelli happy birthday to many more happy. I have to say thank you. I got a crazy amount of all sorts of texts and, and, and emails and sishkoyach to everybody. Uh, when I come down, it's like after Hassan, it takes a few days to, to reply, if ever. Happy birthday, many more healthy years to come. May Hashem give you the strength to continue giving the best year possible. Thank you again for what that you do and all that everything put into each year, making the best it can be. Tashes a photo of us in Chicago this past summer at the scene of Gidin on my birthday, Chavavav. I like to coin a new phrase since Baruch Hashem went back from the beginning of Brachas. Looking forward to seeing you in person again soon. Here's this phrase, sincerely. Your Talmud Lemafreya from Brachas. Yossi Wasserman will be retroactive clarification. There's indeed a Talmud since Brachas. Rare. Voice I, beautiful. We only have 213 daf left. 213 out of 1400, I think it was. So it's an amazing accomplishment. That's why it's still here. I'm hoping to not have to show this anymore, that people just take it all. Maybe, uh, I don't think they went to the coil yet. We have to get the guys from the coil to join in and grab some daf. The Mesech responses for the unity of Am Yisrael, our boys, we have an amazing daf today, Gishmak Ad Moed, and we're starting the brand new paragraph of Miniach. The Mesech responses for the unity of Am Yisrael, Ketzad Regel, 
is the last day. Wow. Yeah, it's the last day of Kesed Regal. So it's table six for Naftali ben Chana, who was in skiing accident almost two years ago and is paralyzed from his waist down. And Rabchaim said, we should learn Kesed Regal for him. We should have Rufu Shleimo. Paras Chodesh. Rufu Shleimo for Deba Dvar Basara, the mother of Geshem HaMashem. Paras Chodesh has lachal ischusis may have been rachal in worldwide. Paras Chodesh, Lili Nishmat, Chana, Badali Melv, and Shomashem have an aliyah. Paras Chodesh, Lili Nishmat, Menel ben Pinchas and Shomesh Adan and Leo. Parasachoidesh, Leino Nishmas, Zachary ben Moshe, Lili Nishmas, Chay Bas Yosef. Parasayoim, Mordechai Zapazik, Mazik Nishmas, Abochris, from Moshe, Zachary and Lavrocha, Berim, Avrom, Dov, Neri Oyer. May the Shoma have an Aliyah. Parasayoim, Abba Renert, in honor of David Kanner. Thank you for your service. He's the one that started singing us art. And there's a piece from him today as well. In honor of Rebelli's birthday, Admei Esrim, Avi Sherman, Yishkoyach, Reb Avi. In the art of the month, Yosef ben Chayesora, for the schusen that come from supporting Limud HaToyro. Here we go. Sugi after sugi, Gishmak after Gishmak. Listen to the story. It's a terrible story. But as we'll see, there's a story coming up that is obvious, not a story, not a case that could physically happen, most likely not, probably never happened, never will happen. But this is a theoretical case again, there's a few theoretical cases here, that when we apply the rules to, to the case, then we could extrapolate to other cases as well. That's why these cases are here. A person throws a baby off a roof. Okay, oh, terrible guy. But that's not the point. We're talking about there's a baby. How do we view a baby compared to a kli? You threw a jug off the roof. We said that the moment it leaves your hand, it's kilo is broken, kilo is destroyed. What about a baby? In other words, human life. How do we view human life? Comes a Russia on the bottom with a knife and catches him with a knife. So who, who killed him? The one that threw him off the roof or the one that stabbed him with a knife? Now, what do you say? Based on what we learned, when you throw off a jug off the roof, you come with a bat and hit it, and you potter. So the guy with the knife should be potter. No, the same logic. Says the Gemara, "Plukted the Rabbi Yehuda ben Meir ve'Rabbanon and Tzimfakim Achleikus." The Sanyi Yiko Asor bnei Adam ba'Asora Maklus. Again, these are it's gevaldig when we have this because we we go through many halachas and shas, become familiar more and more with shas. It's not the first time we had this halacha. It won't be the last. Ten people beat up a human being with sticks. It's common, unfortunately, in Eretz Yisrael by Afghanot. You have these big cops, mostly Russians, and, you know, and uh, a couple years ago, somebody actually died. They beat, they hit with sticks. Ten people, could be three people. Who's the killer? Beim bevasachas, beim whether they hit him, each one gave one Z. They said one, two, three, boom. Or each one took a whack, one after another. Kulon Pturim. They're all potter. Why? So, here's the pasuk. V'ishki yake kol nefesh adam moisumas. So, kol nefesh. That you, in order to kill, 
it has to be, you have to take away his entire soul, not a part of his soul. In other words, it's, it's, it's hard to understand um, in Lumdas, but maybe not that a person is pieces, but you have to be the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole Ritzicha has to come from you. So I was thinking now, because when I was a kid in Tashbar in Erzrom Bnebra, I only learned it for a few months for good reason. And uh, the big game during recess there, because you're not allowed to play with a ball, so the big game was um, Havganot. So they half the class would be the Nazis, the the cops, so to speak, and the other half would be the the Yushalmis. We would play it out, and uh, you if you were on the cop side, and you were very few. So let's say the three four kids on the cop side against the whole class. So you were you were supposed to, and you were able to beat up the other kids. So I love that. That was you know beating up people for free. It's like wow, they should bring this this game to America. Why don't we have it in America? Duh. Okay. And then uh, they stopped. It's, it's funny that I met two people in this shul here in Chodorov in Chicago that went to that school, to Tajbar. Actually, three. The Shmulek from um, Shmulek Wasserman went there. But um, uh, Duri Mahler, uh, a few others. Anyway, so, Rabbi Yudim Sayyid says, no. If you look at this chart, doesn't mean kol, you have to kill the entire human being. Kol means even a bit of it. Kol, like a kol duhu, like a, even some of it. So the last person that kills, the last person that hits, he's the one that made, the, yeah, this person is going to die anyways in 10 minutes. You took away 10 minutes of his life, that's killing. So when it comes to the baby, the same thing. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you makarv the misa. The, the the kid is dead one millisecond before he was supposed to die. Ah, we said before by a pottery. So the way I understand that, first of all, you could say that it's. I, I looked in the Rishayim and the Ramban asks, what's the difference in the pottery? So you could say it's gzeres akasov. You know, by by human beings different, but also by by a jug. The way the way I understood from the Rishayim is that by a jug, once the jug leaves you know, takes flight and it's going to be destroyed soon, what's its value? Zero. A human being, once it takes flight, what's its value? We're not talking about a monetary value. A jug only has monetary value. But a human being has life. Yes, he's going to die and unlogically, but right now he was alive. Right now he could scream something out and say, he could say, I want to give my card to you. Still alive. You can't say, but he's dead. He's not dead. If he did a mitzvah, is he is Mikhail Mrs. Krishna? Yes. That reason is why he jumps. Yeah. He screams, it's not considered to be one that took their life because. Oh, he does chuva, you're saying. Okay. You're saying in person, I'm not going to say who's talking now because it's illegal for you to be here, but <laughs> he has not to be mentioned. No, I didn't say that. He has not to be mentioned. So. I hope they didn't hear your. <laughs> they're not listening. What you're saying is that a person that commits suicide, there's those who say that when he, he screams in pain, he has charata, but it's too late already. Okay, not going into that. So the Gemara. Um, these are it's just fascinating uh, questions over here. Boshar v'kibla v'karnov. Not a human being comes a bull and 
sticks out its horns. It kills the baby. Here's a machloik, it's the sanya of a nosam pidyon nafshoi. Very interesting. Yesterday we discussed about koifer, when an axe, a bull, kills a human being, so the owner has to pay koifer. Vinosam pidyon nafshoi. He gives the, 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 how do you say pidyon in English? The redemption, the, the redemption of his soul. Whose soul? The one that died or the one that killed? We would seem hey, the one that died. You wanna if you want a kapara, you give the value of the one that died, the victim. Oh, so how much is the victim worth? This baby, this baby is flying through the air. If he's like a pottery in terms of value in the slave market. You go in slow motion, you call up the slave market. I have a baby, really strong baby. He's, gonna, he's in midair now. He's about to crash land in about four seconds. What's his value? Zero. So what are you going to pay him? Koifer nafshoi of the nizuk is zero. The mazik would be worth something. What would that baby turn into? Yeah, but right now, every human being... No, no. Yeah. No, that's too much. That's not. That's not how it goes. It goes. You take a ten-year-old. If if a ten-year-old Rachmanzan is killed, then you take his value, not what he's going to be worth when he's twenty-five years old and he's a he's a lawyer. What is he worth today? You take a you take a ninety-year-old. What is it? Was a ninety-year-old worth today? Not what he was worth thirty years ago. So you take a baby. What is he worth on the way down to the crash? Zero. It's it's hard to talk, but I'm just talking about. We're talking about theoretical. This thing never happened. I highly doubt that in the entire history, one Jew threw off a baby off the roof and another Jew came with a knife. It never happened. We're talking theoretical here, talking about what's the halacha, just so we know. And, and in fact, we learned something very important, that a human being is not a jug, that there is value to even a moment of life, maybe. That's what the, the Gemara is trying to hint here. Says the Gemara, Again, a very theoretical case that never happened and never will. But a person had relations with a woman after he fell off a roof. He's chayiv in these four things, meaning since it, Rashi says, and we're going to see why. He's, he, he, it's basically amazing. He did it on purpose, almost. This is fascinating. That... We know that a Yavama doesn't need permission from the Yavama. Yet, if this happens, he didn't intend to be Miyavamer. He's not Koina. We must see Rashi here because there's an unbelievable question that Rashi answers. So it says, What are you going to do with the Gemara Yavama's Dafnun Gimel? That even if you were kind of your Yivama by mistake, what? This thing? Oh, like this. Maybe like that. Sorry. Thank you. So it says that you could be kind of your Yivama. What about this? Isn't this? Says Rashi. Let's say he had Kavana for his own wife. And he happened to be with the Yivama. Then you're kind of, even though you didn't know it's the Yivama, but you had Kavana for Bia. 
But this person had no kavanah at all, he got like kana. Rashi says that not even maimer, you didn't even do anything. It's not even maimer. To the point where another brother can come along and give her a ring and it, and, and she becomes a good dashes to him. Zero His act was a big zero. Versus if he tried to be miyabim somebody else and he was miyabim her. Zog the Gemara. Chayiv benezik b'tzara ribi sheves. He's chayiv in all the things. Ava boishes loy, but not for humility. This nan, as we learned yesterday as well, and chayiv ala boishes that she miskavin. You have to have kavana to humiliate somebody. Then you chayiv. In this case, obviously, he didn't have kavana. So why is he chayiv? Because it was carved lemezid. Why v'meraba? Novam roish agag beruch she'ena mitzuya. Because what happened was, we'll explain in a second. In the first case, he was Ruach Matsuya. He shouldn't have been standing on the edge of a, of, a, of, a, of a roof when there's a common wind that could push him off. If a human being fell off a roof with a very strong wind, it's not a common wind, and he caused somebody embarrassment, for very, for the, for the typical Nezek. Why? It doesn't matter whether you meant it or not. But you are potter from all four other things. These four things, the tsar, the ripu, the, the medical, the, the, the lost income, etc. Why? It wasn't your fault. It wasn't Karvel Mezid. What if it was a typical wind? Now it's your fault. these things. Now listen to this, Rabbi Yisai. A guy is flying through the air and sees that he's going to have a rough landing and then he sees a human being walking by. So what does he do? He positions his body in a way that he falls on that person to break his fall. Nice cushion. And he snaps the guy's neck. So he's chayev. What do he do? He made a maneuver in midair. He, he, you could move yourself this way, that way. He moved himself. Now that became miskaven. He had intent to hurt that person. So now that the guy goes with a, a funny neck for the rest of his life, you have to pay for that embarrassment. Now, even though you had no intent to embarrass him, that's not the point. You had intent to cause harm. You had intent to, to crash land on him. So here's the pasuk, famous pasuk. There's a fight between two men. Comes the wife. This is a special wife. Most women that I know, they would scream. This woman is taking action. She goes. She extends her hand. She grabs him where it's embarrassing. Private place. So, literally means an embarrassing place. So the Gemara says, why is the Torah says v'chzika? That's how, that's typical Lashon Kaidish. She extended her hand to, to the Mavushav. What's shechzika? There's a very important factor here. This woman, it's Lashon Zachar, but it's talking about just the general rule. 
when a person, you see, learn from this puzzle. When a person has intent to damage, like to break your fall means intent to damage. Yeah, you're right. You didn't want to break his neck, but you know exactly what you're doing. You knew that this guy is going to be get a concussion, no question, because you, you just came down from three floors and you're trying to break your fall. That's the scavenger hazard. You're trying to break your fall. Even though you didn't intend to embarrass him, that was just the outcome. Now you're chayvim in boishas as well. Bomarabo, another, these are great cases. And again, I don't believe this case could ever happen. But it, it's a theoretical. You take a hot coal and put it on somebody's chest and he dies. Potter, why? He should have removed the coal. Now, I don't know a human being that could go through that pain and not move. But let's say it's a suicide by cop. I don't know. Cop puts it over here. Who's chayv now? What? <laughs> no, that's like through fire. This is like a silly case. I mean, the guy takes a coal and puts it over here. So go like this. Get rid of it. No, he didn't. Who's chayv? Oh, maybe. You put it on. Maybe you're chayv. What? A mercy killing. Fine. I'm saying suicide by cop. Mercy killing. The guy has a very terrible disease, wants to die. So he asks the guy to put a call on him. So he puts the call on him and he sits there and he's in tremendous pain, but he dies. When he comes up to Shemaim, are they going to say, hey, you put a call on him? And the answer is no. Because the guy could have taken it off easily. He, he's a bardas, he's a human being. He has his hands work, everything works. If this is a chiddush, if he takes a coal and puts it on his coat, which happened to me in Israel, I bought, told you the story, I'll say it again. I went to the boss outlet in Germany, in Stuttgart, Germany, when I was a boy, when I was like a 19-year-old, to pay for my ticket to, to Europe. I did a trip to Europe with a friend to go to somebody's wedding. So when I was there, I, I bought a bunch of suits for people, I have crazy stories, but I bought myself a nice Hugo Boss suit for $80. Okay, come back, I'm in there strolling the mirror, and a chayal is smoking by the bus stop, and he, all of a sudden I look, there's a hole in my coat with the ashes. Okay, now it's a different case, because over here, you can take the ashes and move it. The, the, the cases where you could move it and you, just like the coal on the guy's heart, the coal on the coat. Why didn't he move it? Because he doesn't like the Hugo Boss coat, because it doesn't fit him. So he figures, okay, let, him, let the chayal put the thing there. I'm not going to do anything. Let it be a coat. Hold. And I'm going to go to Bezdin. I'm going to get a brand new coat. Chayev. Mamish chayev. Omarovo. And in fact, we learn both of these things. Beautiful. In Mishnayis. Ali boy, the case of putting a coal in somebody's heart. It's not. A person forces somebody into a fire. The famous miser with the Rucham Basarman. Shemi Gimdomen. There was a moiser in the town, and that's what they say. He was a very strong man. He met the guy in the mikvah, and he drowned him. He put his head underneath, and that's it. We had, they had to get rid of him. That's how they got rid of him. So they, there's a few stories like that, but the, the latest one is about him. So, if the guy can't get out, because the, the guy's stronger than him, and he dies. There's a story with a very wealthy person who had an alligator in his tank. And he said to his guest, whoever could swim with this alligator, ask me for anything, I'll give it to you. So everybody's looking, looking. All of a sudden, this guy jumps in and he swims right through the hole and jumps out. 
So the, the rich guy says, what do you want? He says, I want to know who threw me in here. <laughs> so the guy says, he did. And, but that was your bakasha. That's all you wanted. I, I told you, he did it. Now you're not going to get anything. Okay. So if somebody throws somebody into the water, and he could get out of there, same story with the Kol Potter here. Same exact story. So I have a mission that talks about it. Big dog. And I have a case of clothing. It's not. Karaz Susi. A guy says, I want you to rip my, my clothing. In other words, if you want to rip my clothing, go, go for it. Here, I found a place. I mean, it's a famous place. Different places around America. One of them is called Rec. You come in there and they give you a hammer. They give you goggles. And you smash printers and, and the screens. What? Rage. A rage room. Exactly. I told somebody uh, that I know. He says, oh, it's my mom from The kids need it. Where is this place? I want to take my kids there. Okay. Some people need it. Dishes, laptops, whatever you want. Okay. So the guy says, cracks Susie. I have a business called Kras Susi. If you, you get mad, you can rip my clothing. But you should know, chayv, at the end of the day, you're chayv. Shaber is kadi, break my, my, my jug, chayv. Um, but if he says, Mufurish, I'm going to ask Liftar, I'm not going to charge you. Potter. But of course, Potter. Says the Gemara, boy, What if? You put a coal on your friend's slave. Mao. I'm thinking to myself, like, what's the slave thinking over here? Like, I'm not going to take it off. You put it on, you take it off. <laughs> no, you take it off. You want to die? Yeah, I, I insist you take it off. I, I'm out. And then all of a sudden, pfft, he dies. Like, what else happened there? Mao. So I guess maybe it's like uh, Simi said. It's a, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, what? Uh, a mercy killing. So the, the slave wanted to die. And now the, the master wants to recoup his, uh, his loss. Kigufidami is like your own body. And Mela, a human being, you say, let him take it off. No, we view the slave as, a, as his property, like, like an animal. You, you killed the animal, Yechayv. Now, and if you're going to say that a slave is a human being, he has enough dust, he could knock it off. So what if he's owned by someone? What if he put the coal on us on an animal? Maybe he doesn't have the, the, the mindset to take it off. He knows something's hurting him. Maybe it's a hot sun. He doesn't realize it's a coal. I don't know. And then the Gemara actually says, and this is what we pass in, no, a slave has the dust to take it off. But an animal doesn't. And therefore, on a human being, you're potter. You should have taken it. But if you do the same thing, you put a hot coal on an animal and he dies from it, then you are chayev, and with that, our voice high, hadrun aloch kitsa the regal, hadrun aloch kitsa the regal, hadrun aloch kitsa the regal. This is Perakamaniach, one of the most famous prokim. Uh, they, they learned this in many, many schools at a very young age because it's very interesting and very easy, I think, for the most part. It's just very gishmaka stuff. I really hope that uh, some of the art that we did today will help. Uh, the kids in Cheder, if they want to see what it looks like and get a geschmack in learning, says the Mishnah, person puts some sort of vessel, like a pitcher, 
And we'll see that the Mishnah right away calls it something else. It starts off calling it a cad, like a jug, a pitcher, and then it goes and calls it a barrel. And somebody came and got stuck and hit it, and broke it, Potter. Let me show you what it looks like. Here we go. Oh, I missed this. Chaval. Okay, I did a, um, I guess I'll do it after Shir. I don't want to hurt the flow. But I did a chart of some of the stuff that we learned in this parak, the difference between Karen and Shemberegel, Tzreirah, Bar and Asia. Okay, we'll go through it maybe after Shir. Remind me. So here it goes. This is a um, uh, a scene in, in New York, I guess. And you look on the, the, the kid with the shorts. We'll get him dressed up a little better next time. But he has sits his yarmulke. And there's a larger bottle of wine. Call him a magnum. Some call it a bottle. Some call it a chavis. It's larger than usual. So therefore, it could be called different things. Here goes. He's minding his own business. Yeah, that was an expensive bottle. So this guy is Potter. Now don't don't send me emails. Oh, he's under bar mitzvah, so he's Potter anyway. Okay, he, he's actually just turned bar mitzvah yesterday. Vim Oh, but if he got hurt, here take a look. I think you have to do this. Oh. <laughs> Sending a puddle of wine or something. The kids are, who's it about? His knee got hurt, whatever. He banged himself up. He got cut. You see how now we call him a chavis. A second ago, we called it a kad. Now the Mishnah calls it a chavis, a barrel, which is larger than a pitcher. So the owner who had no business putting this jug down the middle of the street, he has to pay for the damages. Says the Gemara, What business is, why does Mishnah start off with the word kad, which means this pitcher, which is something smaller, and then the Mishnah finishes off, oh, and if he got damaged, then the owner of the barrel. Why barrel? Just say the owner of the pitcher. In fact, says the Gemara, nah, there's another Mishnah. Here, we have another video, believe it or not. We have another video. Unbelievable. Check this out. This might be even better. Yeah, it's pretty big. He's looking different ways, looking around. One guy is coming with the bottle, and one guy is coming with a beam. Now, I have to tell you that I hope we could get some audio on it to the masses. But I got this later in the day, which means that it was already two in the morning and I just saw and Yosh was sleeping. He's the one that was adding the, the audio. Okay, so, they're coming towards each other. One is holding a barrel and one is holding a beam. And what, is the, what does the Mishnah call it? A barrel. And then it says, it doesn't say, the jug. The pitcher broke Potter. So again, we're just trying to show that, that the Mishnah could use two different words. 
a chavis and a kad for the same exact thing that it was broke in the beam and your potter. Again, says the Gemara, we started out with the word barrel, and we finish off the sentence calling it not a barrel, rather a kad, a jug. Usnan, another one, another Mishnah. These are Gishmaka stories. One guy is holding a barrel of wine. You hear? One is a barrel, one is a kad. The cad of honey. What costs more, honey or wine? Today, maybe wine costs more yeah. than honey. Then honey was much more expensive. Nizdika chavis shaldvash. So the barrel, the the jug of honey, um, grew a uh, a crack in it. Developed a crack, I should say. The guy was a big tzaddik. He said, you know. Why should the guy lose all his honey? I have cheap stuff here. He spills out his wine onto the floor. He puts his barrel underneath the honey and he saves the honey. Says the Mishnah, it's not fair. You think it's not fair. You were a big tzaddik, but the guy didn't ask you to do it. You didn't make a deal with him. You just decided you don't, to spill it. So now you cannot go to him and say, pay me for the wine. But you could say, listen, I spent here an hour. I usually make $20 an hour. I'll invite, that's the, the, today, little kids coming out of, uh, what, $35 an hour. I need $35. But again, but that's, that's not the point. Whether you got the case or not, there's another point there. We start off talking about a jug and we finish off with a barrel. Therefore, says Rapapa, Hainu Kadainu Chatz. It's one of the same. What does that mean? But it's not the same. A, a barrel is larger. A jug is smaller. So if I buy on paper, I say I want 10 barrels of wine, and you give me 10 jugs of wine, it's the same. I can get away with giving you jugs. Says Gemara, just talks about how, look at the price. 10 barrels of wine is $10,000, and 10 jugs of wine is is, is $1,000, is, is whatever, $100, whatever the price. You could tell the difference. He says, no, it's in a situation you can't tell. He threw it in, he was buying a large value, whatever you can't tell. Or they're not that different in size. Okay. So Gemara just talks it out. What place are we talking about? If it's not interchangeable, in the vernacular, people don't say kad when they mean chavis. They don't say chavis when they mean kad. Then obviously, you can't make a deal like that. You can't say, oh, I sold you chavis and I meant the small little bottle. Nobody says that in this town. Obviously, if they're interchangeable perfectly, then it's not even a chiddush. But I'm going to tell you a bigger chiddush. Most of the people in this city, the ruba karlo lekada kadal chavis chavisa. There's a roiv. Most people call a barrel a barrel and a jug a jug. No difference, right? I'm just thinking now about my wife's family. They call, and you might hear in Chicago, they call cucumbers pickles. 
Yeah, all of you Chicagoans. Uh, New Yorkers, what's pickle? What, what pickles? Pickles is you buy in a jar after you... One, once you pickle a cucumber, it's a pickle. No! Over here, you can go to the store and say, how much do pickles cost? And they give you cucumbers. That's okay. So, Ba'asra, in a place that's interchangeable, like here, but if, I'm sure if you go to the to the store and say, I want cucumbers, they'll know what you're talking about also. Just in New York, they won't know what you're talking about. They'll give you pickles from the east, from the flams or whatever it's called. The, the Gus's pickles. That's a pickle, not a cucumber. Fine. So, what are those who do mix up the two, the chavis and the kav? Mal the same as zilbasa ruba. I would think they should go after the roiv. So let me just show you this real quickly. This is a famous pasuk. We see achri rabin the roiv. We send out rib lintois achri rabin lahavos. This pasuk tells you that when it comes to halacha, we go by the roiv, by the majority. So fifty-one percent. That's how we go. So 51% of the people call a kad a kad and 49 don't. So we don't care about the 49. So says the Gemara, when it comes to monetary issues like this, when somebody sells 10 barrels and at the end of the day, the guy decides to do a switcheroo instead of giving 10 barrels, give 10 jugs. He could get away with it. Why? I 51% of the people call barrel a barrel, jug a jug, and they don't interchange it. But when it comes to the money things, we don't we don't go by that. Okay. Um, we just turned to Khovzainam Bay's sponsored for our dear friend Robert Earley's son, Chayal, that was just killed two Shabbosim ago. Sponsored by Hanan. Arabach, Lili Nishmas Binyam, Mayor Ben Zevdavid, my holy nephew, son Robert and Jen Early, and another sponsor, Lili Nishmas Binyam, Mayor Ben Zevdavid. Says in the Mishnah, Somebody comes and trips on the battle and he breaks it because he tripped on it. He didn't know about it. Whatever it is, he's Potter. As a Gemara, am I Potter? We have a concept. Adam Muad Loyla. That's a mission we had yesterday, right? Why is he Potter? He broke something. Let him pay for it. He should have looked at where he's going. Look where you're going, they tell you all the time. One terrace. We have a number of truths in here. Here's one terrace. You see this beautiful art? This is by Yoshi. There are many jugs in the middle of the street. So you're not to, to start skipping around. There are a lot of them. That's not your business. One, okay, but they're everywhere. Yeah, I have a number of stories. We were once driving from Ilat back to Ramad Chemish, and there's a truck in front of us that had, uh, what do they call them, the fork or lifts, the, um, the wood, the wooden um, crate. Pallets, thank you. It was a truck that just had pallets, hundreds of pallets. I don't know if he did it with Dafka. I don't know because I later saw that he was a cousin or whatever. So one of the things got unstrapped. And every 10, 20 feet, a pallet fell to the, to the, to the, to the ground. But when a car hits it, it's, oh. it's over. The nails go into the thing. It's, the amount of accidents that we saw was crazy. 
and um, we're trying to beep them, and he's ignoring. Like, eh, hello. Right. That was what? I was once driving from Chicago to New York. Driving from Chicago, and back in the day, he tried to save, you know, $37. So we drove 14 hours in the minivan with kids. In Pennsylvania, we see a car that hit a deer. Okay, car hits a deer. It happens. We go another couple hundred feet, another car hit a deer. And then another one. And then we realize something is different. It was a special season. The deers didn't know where they were and what was going on. They were walking in the middle of the highway like zombies. And the amount of cars and the snow, the amount of cars that are off the road, it was literally like a, like a, like a crazy movie. Like you can't make this stuff up. There's four cell phone things. And, uh, you know, we didn't even, I don't think anybody took a video of that. It's crazy stuff. I don't know if it's, we should Google it, see if there's something like that. I go bought it. They're everywhere. They're at Mamish everywhere. You have to go 10 miles an hour. But it's not your, it's not your fault if you hit one of those deers. It's not your fault if you, if you hit a pallet. Shmuel says another pshat. It's in the middle of the night. There's no lights. You can't. But what are they saying? They're saying that in a typical case, you are mechuyev to watch where you're going. You don't have the excuse, hey, I was walking down the Jerusalem. So what is Jerusalem? So what if it's like a, a thoroughfare that everybody walks there? You have to watch where you're going. It's, this is a crazy situation. There's no lights. There's a lot of them. Okay, fine. It's on the corner. Now, uh, right before Shear, I got this video. And I have to admit, it's not done properly. Uh, a certain guy that did it for us did it last second. And he wasn't, he, he wasn't on the same page as us. So instead of the kid making a right turn, he makes a left turn. It might come out. I, I have to show it because he did work many hours on it. It might... The idea is similar, but it's not exactly what the Gemara is saying. I'll show it anyway. Why not? We're talking about a blind corner. Okay? So the idea is that the, a person comes around the corner and doesn't notice it. it. It's as he's coming around the corner. Boom! He gets it. The way the artist drew it, or he 3D animated it, is like this. I was laughing when I saw it. Just a mistake she was. Okay, he was supposed to go that way. Bumping it that way, <laughs> this way. Okay. Well, we got a nice video out of it. Fine. No. No, no, I think... But I, I don't want children or whoever's watching this because maybe they're going to show this in the cheder. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Here's a principle of a cheder. So... <laughs> He made, he made a right turn with bumping into it. Over here, he made a left turn and he didn't realize the back of the stick hit. Okay, fine. The idea is that it was in a blind spot. Correct. Hello, in traffic, how does the blind spot work? The car makes the right turn right over there, not the left turn. Halachically, the idea is the same, yes. If it was not, if the idea wasn't the same, I wouldn't show it, even though it costs us money and a lot of time. Fine. Next. Um, so we have three T roots over here. Says the Gemara, Masnisin, Omer Papa, Loi Daigen Masnisin. Our Mishnah could only go according to two out of the three. Ella, Oikishmul, that it was dark outside. Oikir Biyoichinon, that was on the corner. The Ikirav, but Rav says again, let's see Rav for a second. There was too many Chaviyas. Too many, it was, that's why. The Ikirav, Mayir Nitkal, Afidu Shavar Nami. Oh, here, check this out. 
Shavar Nami means this is this is a, this is a very important halacha. If uh, I don't know, I'm not a rav and not passing. But let's say you're just rav and somebody double parks, uh, blocks you in. It's possible. It's I'm just saying possibly you let it grab his car, flip it over, and and and, and get out of there. If he's a rishus rav, he's doing something you're not supposed to be doing. So not only you bang into the jug, you break the jug. If you need to, you break it. I'm not. I'm not recommending this. I'm not saying that people should be violent. I'm just saying. Ask your local rabbi what happens if somebody puts stuff in the middle of the street. Are you allowed to go ahead and, and just ignore it? And who cares what happens? So, why does the Mishnah say Nitka that he got, he got struck? He, he bumped into it. I feel the even if he did it on purpose, like in this picture, you see him doing it deliberately. Nami, nah, mean, it's okay. You're right. He, he's allowed to do it deliberately. The reason why I said he bumped into it without realizing. Remember the kid on the on the on the floor crying because his knee is, is scratched. That's the halacha that we want to tell you. But that only applies if not if you do it on purpose. If you kick it like this guy, you can't say, "Oh, I scratched my knee." Too bad you did it to yourself. We're talking about a case where he didn't notice it. He bumped into it and it hurt his knee. Then you go and, and, and sue him for the doctor bill. The dafkinitka. That's only when you bump into it. But if you break it on purpose, not my time. Why? Who You caused the damage yourself. You're bleeding on your knee because you cracked it with your own foot. You shouldn't have done that. That's why it says in the beginning, nitka. Yeah, the battery went out. It's fine. Why? We ask the question. Why is it when you bump into something, you putter? You should have been careful. This is what they say. It's not the way of a person to look around. The person looks down. The person looks this way. He's thinking and learning. So this is a very interesting crisis. Not a joke. I'm not going to say, let's just say it's not men. I'm not going to say who does it. But not men who walk in the street. They have no idea what they're doing. They're like this. And they, they, they today, mamish into my car. Hello? Yeah, they're on the cell phones. But look at how he says over here. It's like five lines from the bottom. If a bull falls into a pit, it's not your fault. He should have seen. It says, this is beautiful. The short end of Lamato. A bull walks like this. His head is downwards, facing down. So you should see what's below him. But a person is upright. So it's natural for a person to look this way, not down to see the barrel. Says the Gemara Oh, check this out. Here's a map of Babel. There's a story in Naharda in red. The Chiyav Shmuel. And Shmuel said that the person should have been careful where he's going and he's Chayev. The Pompadisa right on top of that is in blue. The Chiyav Rava. And Rava was there and he said, even though Rava is from a Chayza, right? In the center of the map. But Rava said, in Pompadisa, he's Chayev. So Bishlam Shmuel, Kishmaite Shmuel holds that what? That it's dark. And if it's not dark, at night, our mission is talking about is dark. But if it's not dark, you're chayv. You always have to 
pay attention where you are, unless the circumstance is crazy, like uh, when it's dark. El Rava, like Shmuel severe, like what? Rava holds like Shmuel. All right, Papa. Karno the Atzra have Check this out. I want to say, like in today, today's day and age, maybe similar to like a carpool. When you're picking up your kids, and everybody like double, triple parks, and they go on the sidewalk. It, it's almost normal. I'm not saying you're not going to get a ticket, but it's like almost uh, common practice to, to to violate traffic laws and all sorts of things because I don't have a choice. It's cold outside. Chicago, it's 17 degrees today. No? It is bitter cold. Two people came to visit me today from New York. Yossi Klein and Nassau Gans. They came, surprised me, birthday, the whole thing. They didn't realize it was like New York. They came with like a sweatshirt. It's a geschmack to do a daf. <laughs> and they came like this. Hello, put me in the, you have a warmer. They're stuck, frozen. Anyway. Karna the Atzrahavi. Sorry. Oh. Karna the Atzrahavi. So I want to show you this picture. In those days, I, this is a beautiful picture from Canada. Canada, uh, yeah. Okay. So. They used to press olives. The people in Eretz Yisrael, you see, especially the Arabs, they come to our trees, they grab old olives, they go, they make their own fresh olive oil. So you go, everybody's pressing, busy pressing olives. But when there's a lot of traffic there, then you have to wait in line. You wait in line, you put down your barrel. So outside of the olive press, I'm not saying that the press was outside in the street like that, it was probably inside, but that's the best we could do for now. Then there's a lot of jugs hanging out on the outside over there. Now, is it 100% mutter? You ask the police. Nobody says anything. It's, it's, it's common practice. This is what we do. So you must pay attention when you're passing by this olive press. And if you don't, you're chayiv. Typically, you don't have to pay attention where you're going in Rosh Hashanah. But by olive press, yes. And by carpool, yes. I'll give you another example. In Israel, at least, you go to the supermarket. You buy a bunch of stuff. You're holding with these heavy bags. And then I was like, oh, I forgot one item. Was like, you put your bags down on the sidewalk. In America, it's not a good idea to put down on the sidewalk. But over there, it's fine. Nobody's going to touch. Somebody comes in and crushes your eggs. Chayef, potter, depends. If it's normal over there, yes, not, not. Says in Gemara. Yeah, that, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't want to go there. <laughs> a lot of eggs, nefesh. <laughs> so I'm waiting. Sir, I was waiting here for 36 minutes. You know, I have to go. What do you want? What should I do? Just lock me in like that. Okay. It's a different story for a different time. Since they're technically allowed to put down the jug on the street, in the middle of a Rishwara, you were walking by, you should pay attention. So Rav Chizda sent Rav Nachman, Harei Omru, this is very interesting stuff. We're talking about humiliating somebody. If you knee somebody, you get him good with the knee, it's a big busha. He wasn't able to block the knee. He doesn't know karate, uh, kung fu. He's not good at self-defense. So it's very embarrassing. I don't know what the embarrassment is exactly, but okay, figure it out in those days. You have to pay three. Well, the beat you get him a nice roundhouse kick to the head, then chamesh. But if you hit him with a Saddle of a donkey, says Rashi. Shlosh Yisrei. Rabbi Nechanel says it's an uppercut. That's like, what? You, you weren't a, you, you were able to get an uppercut in? That, that's already bushes. Okay? Le Panda de Moro. Oh, I have a picture of Panda de Moro. 
Panda de Mara is the handle of a shovel. This picture is better. This is the, the head of the shovel. Why is this picture better? Because the story that actually happened in this Gemara happened over here by, the, by a well. So it says the Gemara, the Panda de Mara, the, the metal part of the shovel, my, what's that locha? Shalachari, so Rav Nachman sends to Rav Chizda, Chizda, Chizda. You live in Babel. Boishes is considered a knas. Says Toysis on the bottom over here, it's not really a knas. But what am I paying you? I'm paying you for something that didn't have any monetary loss. You didn't lose anything. You didn't have to put a cast on. It didn't cost you a doctor bill. You had a busha. How much is busha worth? It's, it's, a, it's more of a ruchnis thing. So that's it's like in the gather of knas. Each person, by the way, you smack a reb in the face, it's going to cost you more. You smack uh, some guy, the homeless guy, it's less. Each, each person is different. And the guy that does it, Rebavadu yourself, smacks you in the face, you, you're, you're excited. Right? I'm not joking. It was the biggest chus in the world to get a smack from him in the face. Uh, some some shugana smacks you, a Rebbe and smacks you. It's a difference. Everything is different. Ema, so he says, so what right do you have to, 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 to collect boishas in Bavel? We know that, in, oh, I want to bring it. I actually took it out. I have, uh, I want to show you my, uh, my smicha. And it, this is not the smicha we're talking about. We're talking about smicha all the way from Moshe Rabbeinu, that only exists in Eretz Israel, not in Babel. So he says, I need to know the exact details. So anytime the Gemara says, I like to say this, when you go to the doctor, you have to tell the doctor exactly what happened. You can't be embarrassed. You can't, uh, I'm not going to, I'm going to hide this. Then you, you go to a lawyer. You have to know exactly what happened. I took out the gun and I went like this and this. You don't tell them exactly. Then they're going to see it on video and then you don't have a good look. You have to say exactly. Go to the rabbi. If you skip some of the details, every detail is important. Yeah, rabbi, is this mutter awesome? You didn't say that you're dealing with a, a kid that Nebuch doesn't have parent. Each situation is different. So I need to know exact story. What happened? Oh, it's a big nafkemina. Shalach Lenny answered him. Look at this well, like in this picture. The Beit Trey. It was owned by two people. Every day, you get Sunday, I get Monday. You get Tuesday, I get Wednesday. Some, one of the partners took out water on a day that wasn't his. What are you doing? It's my day. He didn't care. He needed water today. He took out the shovel and whacked him in the head. Machi. You're not going to believe what he told him. What does the Ruff tell him? You should have hit him a hundred times. He's a Ganav. Says Gemara, this is a big sugi. This is Machloikis. Do you have to go to Bezden? Or, you know, this guy stole from you a hundred bucks. Go into his backyard and take a hundred bucks out. Everybody agrees. That if you're going to go to Besden, and meanwhile he's drawing water, you're not going to know how many buckets he took out, and you're not going to prevent the loss, tomorrow you're not going to have water for yourself, then you don't go to the Besden. I'm not passing I'm just saying what the Gemara is saying over here. You don't go to Besden. You do a din by yourself. I had a, an embarrassing story. I might have shared it once. I'll share it again because it's again now. Um, some girl stole a lot, a lot of stuff from my daughter. And... We found out that she's actually wearing the stuff and this and that, whole mess. So I decided to do Dun Din Lenafshay. And when the whole school was in class, 
I went into her room with a video camera with two girls, including my daughter, and we found thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Three coats, jewelry, craziest things. And I left. Calls up the principal, who I used to play ball with every Friday. He says, Ellie, I saw you on video. If you ever do this again, I'm going to go to the police. Gave me a nice nazifa, and that was that. Now, would I do that in my current life? No. But back when I was a shtickle, uh, you know, wilder, I do, so he said, why don't you come to me? So I said, I, I know, I'm going to come to you. You're going to deny it, and she's going to deny it. And by the time we get to the, the stuff is going to be gone. I, I was surprised, took my stuff, went out. Here's all the stuff. I'll show you. And she, she was masking. The girl was masking. It was all my daughter's stuff and everything. And uh, based on this Gemara, I'm okay. But let's see. I'm not, I'm not advised. Not a good idea. That maybe this part cut from the cheder. Don't listen to this stuff. There is a kind of Ovid Dina Dina I wouldn't do it today. Bemis. Rabbi says, don't do it. You could. But but when there's a loss, everybody agrees, you just go in and you take. Keep so Rita says, since there's no laws, go in front of the Dayana. You could do it yourself. The keeping the bedin of it, since you're doing it up Allah, Loy Torah, you don't have to be matriach. By the way, Bag Bag, base gimel is hey. So sometimes he's, he's named hey hey. Ben hey hey Oimer. It's the same person. The Pum Tsaragra. Very good. And what else? No. Wow. That's a chosh of a table. Simi and Yechiel Unbelievable. Simi Mandelbaum. This is not a joke. These people know. And if not you, don't worry. The kid that comes, Avi, would get it all smooth. Fine. Zog the Gemara. Ben Bagbag. Atikonis Lachatar Haver Halid Shachosh Lebushos. And this is what happened to me. Don't go in there without permission. Shematirol of Kigano. Because he's going to accuse you of being a thief. Break his teeth. Meaning, take it by force in front of his face. Don't be a Ghana. Don't go when everybody's in class and sneak in and they catch you on video. Open the door. Go in and take it. So it's a cash on Rabbi Huda. Says Gemara. It's not a cash on Rabbi He's by himself. He's, he, everybody argues in him. Let's just finish this so that... Wow, it's late. Okay. What does it mean to break his teeth? Don't break it. Go to Bezden. Don't take stuff. So if you're going to Bezden, the Bezden tells him, The Bezden is pointing... Kasha, you're right. It's a good kasha or a boy side. Have a wonderful day. Yishkoyach. And let's just say, Shem Alois. Shem Alois. Mi mamakim. Grosichu adinoi. Adinoi. Shemobi koilit. Yenoz dam kashubois. Lekoidak nunoi. Yem avoinois dishmoryo. Adinoi mi amoi. Kimcho asnicho. Limanti vorei. Kivisi adinoi. Kipson nafshi. Bilidvaro. Yoycholti. Let's 